and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. I'm Phil, and this is yet another shit day at the office, right? <laughs> I I have just about had enough of it. It's just like I've look, just about had enough of it. We're gonna just ignore all the other bullshit in the world and just focus on the latest. By the time you by the time you listen to this podcast, chances are Cine World will be closed. I hope not. I really I hope we don't let's not encourage that thinking. But, but it's gonna happen. Well it seems like it seems like yeah, everyone says stuff like that. But I just like yeah, it seems likely, but I'm holding out some hope, that's all. But to be fair, from their perspective, why would you get the cinemas open, right? There is fuck all coming in the next it's not, it's three not months. A chari- it's not a charity, is it? No. And as nice as it is going to see Rocky, and we'll talk about that in a second, no doubt. Wonderful, wonderful. But nice. as good as that is, how many people were in that screening? Actually, that's something to talk about, because in Rocky, not so many. Rocky 2, pretty full. I'm guessing Rocky 4 would have been packed. Yes, exactly. Uh, which was, by the way, on tomorrow night and is the one I was planning to go and see. Well, that's so, why I'm hoping it... Look, listen, it says closing this week, so you never know. Maybe we get the whole week. I've read one that's closing as early as tomorrow. If they all say that. That's, that's what I mean. Like, it's just like... Uh, by the way, we record this on Sunday. Into, I just don't want to read into that shit. I just don't want to read into all that. It could be tomorrow. No, but I, I don't I think, think you do. I don't think you do. But what's, why would you keep it open, right? You basically no, you go I know, into the I know, you make everyone you, redundant. I know, but you never know. That's <laughs> what I mean. Sensible day is the start of the week. It's the beginning of um, Monday all the execs sens- back in the Monday office. Is, Monday is a sensible day to say at the end of this week we're closing. Um, <laughs> but rather, I don't rather, they, rather than rather than good morning, you're all fired. Yeah, I don't see what they gain from keeping it open another week if I'm putting my realistic commercial hat no, on. No, I, I don't disagree with you, but that would be a more humane version of it. Yeah, this is Cine World, mate. They charge mm. £18 for popcorn that cost them 1p. Like, I don't think they know the term humane. Also, well, Actually, you know, all of the classic film tickets are under £5. Well, they are now. They're £4. £4, which yeah. I thought... Any film that's been in the cinema before, £4. And I was like, oh, I'm excited now. So let's bring loads of films back. And then they're like, no, actually, we're going to do £4 tickets and then shut. Well, yeah. Brilliant. Um, I mean, this has has larger, larger things at play here because, um, you know, weirdly, some of the most, like the top 10 of films in the UK feature like, six independent films at the moment yeah so and also and also the other thing that's interesting is Cineworld owns picture house but they haven't said that picture house are going to close i bet you they will no well like, can we stop that can we just say maybe, but maybe like, commercially mate commercially the cinema no, but picture house has a different model to cinema picture house does a lot more independent a lot more foreign title films they're not they're not they they do have some of the obviously they have. But if they're still only getting four people a screening in. Well, I don't I don't know though. It's a different model to Cineworld. It's owned by Cineworld, but all I'm saying is is Cineworld, and let's say because View hasn't done anything yet. View and Cineworld are very similar. Um, they are very much multiplex big film. Yeah, you know, they have I mean the difference is View only have too. ninety cinemas. Whereas Cineworld have like five hundred or something ridiculous. No, it's one hundred and twenty branches. So I think there's. I think if Cineworld do this, I think View follow follow suit pretty quick. And well, I, think I hope not. The Again, cinema I'm industry. Not to, I'm trying not to go down that. I, I listen. I know why you're saying it, but I'm hoping that because to be honest with you, if if this all happens again, I'll probably fucking top myself. So I can't think that way. I cannot deal with this anymore. I'm fucking done. Uh, don't do that. I'm fucking I mean... done. Well, I'm fucking done. 
there has to be some hope, even if some of the independent cinema stay, whatever. It's I like, think, I think the Prince yeah. Charles cinema is just about to open again. <laughs> fucking hell. That's what but, I mean. So I'm but hoping the worst case is the knock on these. Everyone just goes, fuck it. I don't think they will. I think Prince Charles, I think like, like Picture House Upfield, which isn't a Picture House cinema, but it's called Picture House, which is the right. fucking most confusing thing in the world. I think small cinemas like that will, will potentially stay open. Because yeah, they, Genesis for Genesis, which is an amazing Yeah, they're, they're, used, they're used to niche. But the problem is they've got nothing to really put on them anymore because, like, do you honestly think looking at the way the figures for infections are going in the uk do you honestly think that wonder woman is coming out in december no of course not no no i didn't say that it was no what no, no i'm not is, i'm just saying so if wonder woman doesn't come out in december yeah. we're now looking <clears throat> what, february march until films start to come out again i do have one question what the fuck happens to oscar season this year because in the uk it, i can't see how it happens December, January is like where all the big Oscar titles come out. Yeah, I can't see how it happens. Do they all go to Netflix? I, I can't see how I can't see how any of it happens at all. <clears throat> Can you imagine there will literally be filmmakers. Who was the um? Was it Spielberg or who was it? Who was this filmmaker that was moaning about films going to Netflix? It, everybody probably. So I don't know. Like, like, like now all those filmmakers are out there going um um Netflix. Yeah. Would, can I make a movie for you, for you please? Because yeah. no one else wants to see it. Yeah. It's pretty bleak. It's pretty bleak. I mean, I, I had a feeling the moment I saw that, that the bond was yeah. shifted to April. That, but again, it's really weird. This They must have known this was coming. This week, they released a new podcast, six-part podcast, which would have led up right to the opening. Mm. They, they released the music video for the song. And then a day later, they went, yeah, we're going to postpone it. It's like, be joined up in your marketing, right? Yeah. You're putting this effort into something, and it's not there. <clears throat> Save it all. <clears throat> yeah, be I, joined look, I, don't, up. I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. It's, it just makes no sense. I think I think Wonder Woman, I, I definitely don't think June will open. I mean, that's a fucking niche film at the best of it. You know, like... Like June is not the kind of film that, that yeah we're back in December and we've got a three hour Denny Denny Villeneuve sci fi epic of an unfilmable book for you to go and watch. Well, again, it's that's it's like Tenet. It is. It's absolutely <clears throat> Tenet. Fuck this. If no, they it's, look, no, it's no. Hang on, it's not Tenet's fault. It is the fault if the decision making lies in the decision to make that for one. The, the the only way that it would have worked is if within, and I'm not kidding, within a month, actually maybe within two weeks of Tenet, they had like a, a Wonder Woman or Bond. Yeah. But they and needed... It's not, not Tenet's fault. Well, it, it is Tenet's no, fault, because no, no, also no, it wasn't no, a good enough not. film no, to drag people. No, no, it's to... not. It's, no, no, it's not. It was never, it was never ever, <clears throat> Tenet was never ever going to be a film that got everybody into a cinema, and that's really? kind of where the fault was. You like, say that, the film's fault. No, never, no, 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 hold on, but you say that, though. Interstellar, hold on, Interstellar made millions. No, 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 wait, let me, let me, no, no, let me. No. If you take the, the direct comparison, which was, say, Inception, right? Inception was not just like Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan fans are not plentiful enough to be what you would call, you know, like Bond or Wonder Woman. But Leonardo no. DiCaprio, but hang on, but Leonardo DiCaprio fans are. Mm, now, I disagree. Well, re re relative. Okay, relative. Okay, but then, but then look at Interstellar. But, Interstellar made but, 700 million. 
that you had a Matthew McConaughey and you mm. had an Anne Hathaway. And in te- and in te- no, he's not the only thing. But what I'm saying is, is he is a massive movie star. John David Washington. Who the fuck has heard? Unless you've watched um, Ballers. Who's heard of John David Washington? What I'm getting at is... I think the Robert only Pattinson. Why, and well, I think you're underselling yeah, the value of Robert Pattinson and Kenneth Yeah, but, but he... Robert Pattinson... No, no, Kenneth Branagh is, has not got a lead out of the Caprio fan base. John, you're, you're right. Pattinson does to a degree, but where was Pattinson on the advertising? Yeah, no, I, I nowhere. get... Nowhere. Nowhere. Literally nowhere. I still think... But if a Nolan film can open and do... <laughs> a film like Interstellar, which yeah. is arguably considerably less commercial than Tenet. If I that, don't know. I don't know if it is. No, it absolutely it is. is. It I absolutely. don't think it is, with the, even with the cast. No, Interstellar is like this kind of long... And I don't, you remember, I remember I don't like Interstellar. I'm no. just saying. But, but if you put Matthew McConaughey up against him... Yeah, no, if Interstellar makes 700 million, yeah. Yeah, then Tenet is more than capable if it was a strong and better film. I don't know. Doing similar I don't, no, but also I don't know because I don't think any film is doing $700 million in this situation. It's a different situation. It's not. It's but a I different reckon, situation. It's a but different in America, situation. and bear in mind, this is all based no, on in America. America, no, in, America in America, it's worse because they've been locked down harder than we have. But it's not so, the same situation. But even just, so... Interstellar, sorry, um, Tenet made 15 million in the UK, which is yeah. solid. Yeah, it but is. if it was a better film that people wanted to go and see I again, I, okay, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I agree with you partially about this, by the way. I'm not, but I don't think that there's any circumstances under which Tenet would have made enough money compared, no, and, and that, compared that, to like, compared to Wonder Woman or Ball, whichever one you want to no. call it. That I completely That's agree. Warner Brothers fucked it by, by basically opening well, they, the bomb film. They fuck, well, they fucked it. No, again, they fucked it by... It, it wasn't wrong to open Tenet. It was. I, I really, no, 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 no. Like, it's not wrong to open Tenet if, in very short uh, course, like no, after that, you have a massive one coming. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like giving oh. someone like a really big... Basically, people went, I went back to cinema and that's what I got. Well, actually, that wasn't worth trying to catch coronavirus for. I won't well, bother. So that's the other thing. The other thing you're fighting is a huge amount of inertia. By the way, like I say, I get... I but get, if you open Wonder Woman, I know, I know. But I think the problem is, I think, I think this is me, this is purely supposition. I think the problem with opening Bond or Wonder Woman first is that they wouldn't have had a quick enough take up on people coming back out again. So what I'm saying is, is you needed something to sort of like intrigue people enough to come to see. And you're right. Again, Tenet was wrong because, again, who's taking their well, kids not, to see? Who's yeah, taking their kids? That's to, the but thing. again, who's but also who's taking their kids to see Bond? It's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is the one. Yeah. And it's the same studio. And, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah, why yeah, I, yeah. No, I, agree, I agree. What I'm getting at is if Tenet had come out and done what it did, which, like you say, uh, let's just take the UK. Solid. If within a couple of weeks or a few, whatever you want to call it, a few weeks. You had like a mass, a massive one. Dare I say a fucking Star Wars, but but certainly like Wonder Woman, which was massive crowd pleaser. Yeah, big enough. You could take your kids. You take. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, well, actually, I mean, what I mean is that that, at that point, Tenet is not a mistake. But ultimately, the film in in isolation, it's a mistake. In the film that got should have got people back to cinemas, Black Widow. That's the one. Oh, I agree completely. Black Widow slash Black Widow slash Wonder Woman. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're going to yep. get anyone back to the cinema, it's yep. it's Black Widow. 
Tenet was the wrong film. It wasn't a good enough film, so it didn't have people going back to see uh, it. Like I say, I stand by it's the wrong film in isolation. No, I no it's look, wrong film in isolation. Mate, no film, as you know, no film will make seven hundred million by people seeing it once. No, it doesn't but also, happen. But also, no so film will make seven, reason, no film will make seven hundred million at all at the moment. It no, just it won't, won't do it. But, but the point is, if you make a film that makes two hundred million. And people go back to see it. You've got a film that probably makes three hundred million. If you've got a film that makes two hundred million, and no one goes back to see it because no one cares enough, Mm -hmm. then all you've got is all the keen. And like no one, like I never, I didn't come out to. If someone asked me, should I go to the cinema to see Tenet? My reaction was, "Mm." I I would say yes. And but this this is the point. You did, but there's a lot of people that came out of that film and just went meh. No, I get it. I if you're coming that. out of that film and going, meh, and people go, well, if, if it's meh, then it feels like the biggest film fan I know. And if he thinks meh, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go to, and risk coronavirus to go to the cinema. I I'm just going to But again, so that's not, the film again, has corona, to be. But again, coronavirus in general is stopping people doing whatever. So no, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But, but people are desperate saying, like, to do something, right? I agree. I agree. The weird thing is you've got, you've got people that are desperate to do something. So if you give them a film that, like, if if Wonder Woman was good, I'd probably go and see it three times. Of course, yeah, and, I look, and I'm with you. I'm completely with you. So listen, I don't, I don't, my cherry. I don't, I don't, dis- I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But Tenet was the wrong film. But I, but I just stand by by saying, in I say, if everyone yeah, had kind of been bold, if everyone had been worse, what, 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 what I mean is, every if everything had rolled out as it should have. Yeah, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But again, I I still think you release. If, so here we go. If Tenet had, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if you hadn't released Tenet, then what? But I I think you, you see, released. Not, I think you there's do nothing. Peter Rabbit too. Yeah, a maybe. film that's a film that's gonna get kids and families back. Then when families yeah, are back and parents yeah, are back, you go. Okay, now we try and now we get the parents with intercept with interception. Yeah, no, it's not that that one. At all. Uh, with Tenet. <laughs> And then you move into Wonder Woman. And then yeah. I think you've got that Canary in the yeah. Coal Mine, Peter Rabbit, which is a film that no one really gives a fuck about. Yeah, but no one gives a shit about that. But yeah. it's probably good enough to get kids to the cinema, which is good enough to get adults to well, the it's cinema. Not even good, it's not even good enough. It's just it has the pool. Yeah. Sort of like, and, yeah. And then you do. Yeah. The, so that's, that should have been the Canary in the Coal Mine. And then you move. Then from there you go, mm, soft opening. Okay, let's go with wonder woman because that's going to be bigger but what everyone's done is they've just gone oh fuck it we can't make we can't make 800 million off of this so we'll just punt it i think and i think the idea i think the pro- and eventually think, they've shot themselves in the foot because if cineworld collapsed yeah yeah where the fuck do they show their films i think the problem part of the problem is people saying that they were basing their pulling back releases due to tenet isn't accurate like as in what did what as in what did they think was going to happen yeah <laughs> that's what I mean. did they honestly think but that's what i mean it's like yes did they really think... i think warner genuinely thought <clears throat> that's crazy people haven't been to the cinema in so long that's that crazy was yeah, gonna I, be I, I, 800 yeah. million yes and, and, and it's again, like that's that's insane that's in a real world gonna happen never in gonna a happen. real world even if tenet was good it wouldn't have been matter. 800 million right and i stand by the fact that i think tenet is a lot of fun and enjoyable and a good ride but but absolutely never going to be the film to get everyone in never not ever there's no like i say you needed and you needed tom cruise or fast and furious no but i'm talking about in tenet you needed an actor because actually 
I, I stand by the sort of the Leo argument. In, not, I'm not saying specifically Leonardo DiCaprio, but what I'm getting at is there are not enough Jonathan, uh, sorry, Christopher Nolan fans. But if Tenet had starred a gigantic A-list person, that would have been. I, it would have certainly improved its chances. Like it would yeah, have absolutely. It would have. It would have upped. It would have. It would have taken it to a different strata of profit. Yeah, which is no ironic. What anyone says, no cinema has moved it. away from yeah. that kind of star. Like Tom Cruise is the last star, right? He's the last much, one that can much. bank yeah. a film. Him yeah. and The Rock, actually. Yeah, yeah, The Rock. Yeah. Maybe The Rock should have been in Tenet. What a better well, film. Well, either, 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 but I'm saying John David Washington was fantastic. In that. That's the point. I'm just talking about the package of it. Let's the make package. Tenet with The Rock mm. and Tom Cruise. So oh, Tom Cruise plays David Rock John Washington. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. And The Rock plays Pete, Robert Patterson. <laughs> that'd be amazing. And we'll get Helen Mirren in as the the lead female. I don't no, you're, you're, you know you've got you're going the wrong way. What you need is you need Tom Cruise playing John David Washington going forward, but somehow he becomes the rock when he's going backwards. Oh my God, I am absolutely... <laughs> like, so, and they never ever explain it. So... I never ever explain it. So let's quickly do... So today we're going <laughs> to... We're actually going to talk about um uh the best and worst of the quarter, which is actually almost a fucking mute point now. Well, because the, I've got loads... I've got loads of changes. I've got loads of changes. No, I've got one on, one on the good list and two on the bad list. And we're doing fives, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so t- look, look. Because I don't think this is going to be particularly long. Let's do that, and then we can get on to talk about something nice at the end, which what is about, what about our most recent films? We'll do that at the end because that yours is going to be Rocky led, and I actually want to hear something positive at the end of the podcast today. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. That's fair enough. So let's do let's 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 see what we're going to do. We're going to start with the shit films, and then we'll go yeah, to the good films, and then we'll go to what we've seen, and we're going to build up okay. to a positive ending. Sounds good. We're gonna so the canary in the coal mine for our episode is the worst of the year so far. Punt rule is in effect. Yeah. Uh, if I or Ross say a film that comes up uh, towards the top end of our list, we say punt and then we talk about it briefly. But to be fair, not a huge amount to talk about. Uh, the only new ones that are on my dishonourable mentions. Oh yeah. Um, the new uh, the new mutants uh, didn't make my worst five, but it's on the dishonourable mentions. Um, the old guard, obviously. Um, I, don't then, the, I don't think it's one of the worst of the year. Well, I so think. qualify this. Yeah. Anything that's a five star, five oh, out I haven't of done ten. It. I haven't really done it that way, but okay. But, so <laughs> five out of ten is my dishonourable mentions, and then yeah. it kind of drops in. So and then ten is the only one on that. The other only other one on that list of dishonourable mentions because I gave it a five out of ten. Ultimately, it might well be on. It might. It won't be on my worst list of the year, no. but it's just. It just was a cracking disappointment. Um, so my number five oh, is. So what? So what oh, sorry, your dishonourable mention. Sorry, mate. What, what, what are your dishonourable? What are your dishonourable? That was it. Those are my dishonourable mentions. Oh, okay. Um, so I've just done the new ones. My dishonourable mentions for worst five are arguably three of the most enjoyable films I've watched this year. <laughs> I've done because they're like so bad they're good. Okay. They can't be in the top ten. So the three of them are. There's a film called The Second, starring Ryan Philippe. Okay. Uh, with Casper Van Dien and a few other people and it's this kind of like goofy die hard in a college <laughs> thing which is half terrible and half just gusto like just so much fun the final fight between Ryan Felipe and um and Casper uh, Van Dien alone is genuinely they're really going for it like they're really going for it and it's just it's just super enjoyable but it's really it's just poor Unfortunately, uh, my my other two are Money Plane, which I think we've talked about before, which is just uh, Money. Oh, plane. have you watched it yet? 
No, do you know what? You I think, need to watch it. I think I think you mentioned it, and I was like, I must yes, I watch have. that. You have and then to I watch, completely you have forgot. To watch it. You must watch it. And then, arguably the most entertaining film I've seen all year. <laughs> so this was done for the podcast, How Did This Get Made, is a film called The Deadly Mile High Club. The Deadly Mile, Mile High, High Club. Club. Right, right. It's a, it's like a Lifetime movie, you know, like a Lifetime channel movie yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We all know what they're like, which are, and they're all wonderful. Um, and it is basically fatal attraction with flying lessons. It's the only way I know how to explain it. It is the decisions made in it and the, the choice, like everything about the film, the way it's made, the way it's written, the way, how, how insane it is and how stupid it is and how wonderful it is. It, it is, it might be my number one of the year. Funny. It genuinely might be my number one of the year because it's like I sat there watching the whole thing with my jaw slightly loose. Okay, this is the fucking bestest worst uh, thing. I've ever. And, uh, okay. By the way, I'm not exaggerating. It is it is the most entertaining 90 minutes you will see I, this year. I literally won't be. It really it. is. Um, you should. Okay. You and Zoe, honestly, you and Zoe should watch it together. It's fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> right, let's go through our bottom five. We won't spend too much time yeah. on this. My number five is Blackwater Abyss. Oh, it's a boring crocodile attacking people movies. Mm. The fact that someone can make a movie about crocodiles attacking people boring is criminal. Mm. Am I doing my number five? Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, the Night Clerk which was a very confusing, pro- initially promising, but very confusing thriller starring Ty Sheridan. Oh, uh, yeah, and, I saw and it. Has, it, has, it has Helen Hunt in it, whose face is, I can't, I don't want to be mean. Her, something has happened to Helen Hunt's face that is That's, Does that look like Anna de Amos in it as well? It does. Yes, it does. It's, yeah. got, it's got quite a good cast. Yeah, I, I, I almost it's, watched it's it and I was really like... It's really bad. It's really, don't watch it. Like, uh, just, and, I, just, I would just say steer clear. I, we were, Jenny and I were both extremely different and the first 10-15 minutes is very promising okay um number four hard kill oh we mad jinx hard kill (laughs) i mean i can't really say much more about that we basically did a whole podcast on it uh it was shit it's terrible uh number three my three two and one are exactly how they were at the beginning of the year same last so number three is clown nado wow mine's blood shit i mean bloodshot (laughs) number two is do fuck all, and I wish they really had. I still do. I almost want to see it now. You I have to. You... Try, I might try and watch it. I think I you have an obligation to watch it just so you can see it's not just me. But number two for me is do little. Yeah, uh, number two for me is still bad boys for life. There are worse films. It was a huge. And, and the more I think, like, the problem is it keeps getting brought up. And I'm just like, it's just terrible. It just sucks. To me, probably Bad Boys for Life is it just fucking sucks. Do you know also what I think they made the mistake is that should have been the fourth one, right? Yeah, well, bad because they're doing the fourth one. What are they going to call? They're going to call it Bad Boys Five together. Like, what are they doing? Bad Boys <laughs> for Life would have been a great title for the third one. Yeah. But also, but you know the thing I've forgotten about? Do you know the thing? Because I, I have so many problems with that film. No, I've forgotten this bit. Um, you, know the, you know the lead villain guy, the guy who kills everybody. He kills yes, all the bad guys. That's friends then, at the and, end. And then at the end, yeah, well, he says, like, I've got a mission for you or something. Like, it's Fast and Furious. I had forgotten, completely forgotten in the film, that he's Will Smith's son. Oh, fuck, yes. That is the shittest. 
Like, I can't even get into how shit that, that is. is. That is so shit, it should be on the Hawaii Five O TV show. That's how right. bad it's it like, is. It's like a soap opera. It's like soap opera bad. Yeah. Um. Number one, Arsenal's foul. Yeah, same. Fuck it. <laughs> I might try I, and watch the last hour. I might try and watch the last hour in a bit of it. At some you should. Point, you've to... still not seen Judy Dench no. arriving no. In, a, in, a, in a space ferry vehicle. A friend of mine. I, I don't know if you've met my friend Tom Deville. I can't remember. But anyway, he's yeah, an amazing, have, yeah. amazing writer and all that stuff. And we once he started watching, because after my wow rant, he said, right, I'm going to try and watch this. And he kind of gave me like a running commentary for it. It was amazing. I was like, fuck. Maybe I should try and watch for laugh. That was that was actually quite soon after we. Honestly, it just that scene, that scene alone, of just that scene alone is is worth almost worth almost worth enduring this pile of shit. Um, and thankfully it doesn't come too far after when you finished. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but it's just like like whoever thought of casting Judy Dench as a kind of I, I, I anyway. Let's not go on to it again. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um. So, uh, best films of the year, my honourable mentions, my newest ones in my honourable mentions, would be the well, excellent document. Sorry, just to clarify, I'm doing all my honourables for the year so far. Okay, I've got There's a not, lot. Maybe the same here, but it's, yeah, like nine. Anyway, go on. Um, so, my newest ones in this, I think we discussed this before, Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Love that film. Uh, which is going to be my top ten in the year, without a doubt. Yeah, I think uh, so. I think Social so. Dilemma, which is an excellent oh, yes. documentary. Athlete A, it. which is another excellent documentary. Athlete um, Yeah. I don't it's know a, what that is. It's a documentary about abuse in gymnastics. Oh. It's on Netflix. Really okay. good. Uh, and then my other additions are The Babysitter Killer Queen, mm-hmm. The King of Staten Island. Oh, I need to see that. Really good. And a yeah. film which we will talk about at the end of the podcast, Vampires vs. the Bronx. Oh, okay. Which is on Netflix. Just dropped <laughs> on Netflix. On Friday. I do I do want to see it. It looks like Attack the Block, sort of. It's <clears throat> attack we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is. Uh so that's my honorable mentions. Your honorable mentions, sir. Yes. So pretty much for the year. I might be missing a couple, but okay, so just mercy, which yep. weirdly keeps tickling the back of my mind occasionally, just occasionally. Uh Extraction for Fun, for pure fun. Uh Eurovision Song Contest for Story of Fire Saga. And I, I kind of want to watch that again towards Christmas because I just loved it and it made me cry and stuff. Uh Sonic the Hedgehog, which I think is genuinely an enduring fun movie. Like just pure fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great, it was okay. Inmate number one, which was fantastic. Ah uh, the Daddy Tra- the Daddy Okay, cool. Uh Palm Springs. Uh what's that one? Oh, The Hunt, which I still like. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's still yeah, on my that's list. A lot of fun. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, although it's kind of rapidly declining, Jojo Rabbit, in my mind. Like, I still like it. I'm really glad I watched it. But it's I think I gave it declined. six, so it's on my, neither of my lists. I loved it when I first saw it, and it's it's still floating around, you know. Um, I think it's more likely to be an honourable mention at the end of the year still, rather than yeah. on the list. Uh, and then also the excellent Gretel and Hansel. Yes, actually, that is in my, um, that is in my uh, honourable mentions as well. Yeah, it's very, very good. Uh, yeah, it's really good, actually. Yeah, really, really fucked up. Yeah. Good. Okay, so my number five, and the only new film in my top five. Ooh. Ah, interesting. Is Mulan. I have really. Yeah, really. Is it, is it that good? I, is it that good, or is the year just that average? I think that's <laughs> the answer. That is the ultimate question here, because 
maybe on any other given year except for my number one this would not be my top five i'm just i'm just thinking like is it better than palm springs for example so is it better than palm springs do you know what ultimately at the end of the year i think palm springs will end up higher but i really enjoyed mulan i thought it was was brilliantly done i thought the action in it is great fun considering it's a disney film it's pretty violent actually okay um good story well told you know great use of some classic um hong kong actors uh, hong kong cinema actors you know it's 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 good i really enjoyed it and again it's been a pretty sparse year true (laughs) true to say the least right um so that's my number five so my number five is les miserables however you pronounce it right yes you've talked about this fucking excellent it is excellent your other half wasn't as convinced was she she well no she she really actually though generally enjoyed well enjoyed the wrong word she she was very upset by it like there's some very upsetting moments in it it's very very good it's very powerful does um um how does hugh jackman how's he singing in it hugh jackman and russell crowe finally give each other a circle jerk it's fucking awesome um it's on my list. It, it is really excellent. And I implore people who have the ability to watch it in the cinema, if it's still, I think it might still be floating out a little bit, please do that. Because it, uh, ama- it was an amazing well, experience. You know, again. I'm just, saying, no, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying it to say it. Like, because we saw it in review, which was great. And they were showing it quite a bit. It wasn't like one screening every other day or anything. They were showing it, you know, two or three screenings a day, which was fantastic. But it was a few weeks ago now. Yeah, I can I can guarantee you it's not been showing anywhere near me, which is fucking annoying. Uh, number four, inmate number one, the rise of Danny Trejo. We discussed it before. It's a good documentary. Excellent. Brilliant. Documentary. Yes, Brilliant. It helps if you like the subject, to be fair. It definitely helps if you like the subject. So my number four at the moment, it may well drop down lower just because it, it, it's just present in my mind. We saw it this week. Uh, sorry, earlier this week was David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet. Ah, it's absolutely spectacular. It's on Netflix it's, today. It, 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 yeah, it was in the cinema for I think two days. Yeah, and, and by the by the way, we saw it at Picture House Central, and it was rammed, like socially distanced, but I believe it was sold out. Like it was absolutely yeah. rammed in there, and it was a palpable experience watching it because, as yeah. he describes it, it's his witness statement. He's lived, he has lived through when he started reporting in the fifties. He's lived through the decline of the natural world, where in the 1950s, it was something like, I don't know the exact things, but it's like 66% of the world was like wild, if you like. Yeah. And right right now, it's about 32%. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like he's lived I, through all of it. He's lived through all of it. It's fascinating. I thoroughly, I mean, obviously, I have a you know, massive love for Attenborough. I, yeah. I, I'm planning on watching that. Trust um, me. It is, <clears throat> hopefully tonight. Honestly, it's completely worth it. It will be upsetting in places. Uh, oh, his, his passion is, right? His passion is incredible. He's 93. And like, when I said that, I think Jenny said she was like, well, no, he's like in his seven, like he looks like he's in his 70s. Like, if, if so that, no, I reckon, like, I reckon the last couple of things I've seen him in is the first time I've looked at him and gone, God, yeah, he's, well, um, yeah, of course, but he still, he still looks pretty amazing. He, I mean, for 93. He does. And, um, two years ago now, or a year ago, two years ago, Zoe and Emmy met him. It, Wolfstone's oh, wow. Brighton. Wow. They yeah. did, they had a book signing for his book, and there was like <clears throat> the most limited amount of limited tickets. Right. Like, and Zoe managed to get one, and you could take your kids. 
So wow. Emmy drew a picture for David Attenborough, gave him her picture, which he really liked, and signed oh. a book for her. So oh. she's got, and then we got another one where you could buy a second pre-signed book. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Fun, funnily enough, the day after I saw it, or we saw it, sorry, uh, when I went to a gym on the TV that had BBC News, and he was doing like a and a with loads of kids. Like oh, loads wow. of kids kept, like, were calling it on video, and he was like, it was just, I was like, for a moment there, what you were going to say, I went to the gym and David Attenborough was there. <laughs> David Attenborough was commenting on my training. It was like really strange. <laughs> it was like really weird. <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> The Ross boy asking his natural environment. Right? Huh? <laughs> the natural environment would be you in the front row of a cinema eating popcorn and ice cream. That would be, that'd be even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sits the boy ass. Yes, sits the Ross In the natural environment, <laughs> surrounded by popcorn kernels <laughs> and ice cream. Salted. It is here <laughs> that the boy ask quietly <laughs> masturbates. Yes, not quite. The latest rocky. I fully nothing, nothing quite about it. I'm making myself stupid. Uh, also, his natural environment and his subsists on the supply of salty popcorn with a tiny pinch of sweet in the middle. Just tiny, like uh huh. It's wonderful. Please uh, watch it. You'll be like David. Shut up! I'm trying to watch a film. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my three, two, and one have not changed. Uh, my number three is Queen and Slim. Oh, yes. So my think so three. Number three, The Invisible Man, which is holding very strong. And I've got yeah. the Blu-ray, so I will be watching it again this month. Yeah, very, very good film. Very, very good film. Number two, <laughs> I think we're pretty much, we're the opposite on these, aren't we? My number two is Parasite. Your number two yeah. is Uncut Gems. Um, that is absolutely correct, yes. My number one is Uncut Gems. Your number one is Parasite. <laughs> Parasite, yes. I have to wonder if by the end of the year, Uncut Gems will still be sitting as high. In terms I... of, In terms of, I'll never watch it again. No, I absolutely will not watch it again, but it is an experience that is so strong. Yes, I, it will still be in my top 10 for sure, because at the moment we're doing top fives. So I know it will rest somewhere in my top 10. I tend to, by the end of the year, do the ones. You're right. It tends to be a mixture of the ones that have stayed with me, which yes. it will do, I'm sure. But also which are the ones I've enjoyed the most and I'm more likely to watch again. Yes. There's that kind of, there's kind of that balance that ends up. Because again, Parasite. I'm unlikely to watch it again. Like, I mean, as in, if someone, if, if, if Jenny said, well, if Jenny says, should we watch it? Because I don't know if she's seen, I don't think she's seen it. Black and white I'll, version might be worth watching yeah, again. Yes, no, no. I mean, no, the film is worth watching again for sure. It's just, when am I but, likely to do that? When to I'm, be fair, what, by what, December. What, what, what I will be watching though is the host. I've got that lined up for Halloween. Yeah. From the same well, director. But, so. But what what we will be uh, what we will be doing by the end of the year is rewatching everything because there will be nothing new coming out. It's true, but I just I'm more likely to seek out things I haven't watched yet rather than rewatch. There's still loads of things I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm getting I'm getting pretty to the dregs. I've even um, I've even put the tax collector on my list to watch. Right. Oh, I was going to watch that at some point. Let's watch it together by Skype. <laughs> <laughs> God, just, like the most banal. If we're going to do that, I still say, if we're going to do that with any film, we, we, we do it with the film that you know the one, I'm not allowed to mention it anymore. Doors yeah. exploding. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's a sequel. Do you know what? I was only meant to blow the bloody doors off. Yes, Simon, you were. Weirdly, I cannot believe I'm about to confess this. About three days ago, I couldn't sleep to the point where I was going, I think I'll watch both of those again. Tell me you didn't. Like, like, no, 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 no. I, in my mind, though, I'm like, I think. If you do, we do it as a podcast and double. World. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I'm not joking. That that may be soon. I'm okay, I, I'm down with that. Um, it's right, that's weird. it. 
those are best and worst. Uh, little has changed. I, I think knowing how little is coming out for the rest of this year, little will change, right? I mean, if you look at what's coming out this year, the films I still want to see, Quiet Place 2, that's now going to be next year. Um, yeah, I, oh, um, Trial of Chicago 7. I really want to see that. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. Sorkin, isn't it? Yeah, it is directing and writing. So I reckon actually that could end up, you know, I don't want to that prejudge. Could, no, it could end up it could it could end up being highly placed. Yeah. I reckon that's got a chance of being highly placed. It's Aaron yeah. Sorkin and, yeah. and also Sasha Baron Cohen as well, right? Yes. Oh, and of course, on that on that note, who which year needs a Borat movie more than this year does. I agree. I, I think, look, in, in, it's almost in the vein again of Phil and Ted face music. And I've got to say, the publicity, it's a shame that the film isn't better than it is, and I don't mean that to be derogatory, but when it says the film we all need, they're not lying. <laughs> they're really not. They're not lying. We need things that are positive. They we are... need things that are positive. We need... To... Really this not. is my problem with us going on about the closing of things, because I'm like, it's... It is increasingly difficult to remain positive, and we must. We must. Um, we really must. Although I have just noted, um, looking at the list of films that are coming out next year, that um, uh, the many states of Newark is now been moved to next year as well. <sighs> oh, that's the the, the Sopranos. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, maybe that gives me time to watch the Sopranos before then. Yeah. Uh, so look, let's talk about the films we saw uh, most recently. Um, so look, let me go first because uh, I think you've probably got a slightly more interesting conversation to have. Um, yeah. My most recent film I saw was Vampires versus Brooklyn. Yeah, very much want to see that. Scene. The Bronx, sorry, Va- Vampires versus Brooklyn. Look, <laughs> that's a sequel. That's a sequel. Um, it is exactly what it is, right? It's uh, not a particularly high budget film. It's um, not particularly um, big cast, although Zoe Salander turns up in literally the opening scene of the movie and you do not see her again. It's the weirdest also, fucking thing ever. I've heard, Shay, I think Shay Wiggum's in it and I'm a massive Shay Wiggum fan. He's rapidly becoming one of my favourite character actors. Shay Wiggum, S H E A. If you look him up, he's a bit of a chameleon. He's in everything and he's fucking amazing usually. <clears throat> he's an actor where when you finally realise who he is, you realise you've seen him in everything i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah s-h-e-a and then w-h-i-g oh oh um oh bloody um nookie's uh Nick, nookie's brother from um bauble empire uh yes 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what i just wanted to double he check fan- he is fantastic yeah he's awesome um so literally didn't think that would have, would have been his name for some reason don't know why um yeah, yeah. do you know what I, I sat down and watched it yesterday morning um i had the house to myself i could have watched anything i watched that it was it was a little bit monster squad a little bit lost yeah. boys a little bit attack the block okay but you know if it, if, it, if it basically works that sounds good uh and then the older older film i watched because we discussed it two episodes ago i went and re-watched um the excellent uh, 12 Monkeys, which is actually even better than I remember it being. I really do want to watch it. It's been on my pile to watch for a while now. It doesn't quite work for Halloween films, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But um, on the Halloween it. thing, I'm going to ask you to defer. Oh, OK. Because next week, uh, next episode, what I want to do is I don't get time to do 31 Days of Halloween, right? 31 Films mm. of Halloween. I Who does? <laughs> I, I, like, I literally... 
get to watch maybe two films a week, if that. So what I've done is I've compiled a list of, and it's on the podcast, it's on the it's on the blog, uh, the website uh, came out today. Part of the list of my 31 films I would watch if we were oh, going to do it. Okay, that's fair enough. So I thought next week we could because you know this week we we've kind of <clears throat> almost killed ourselves with um all the crap that's going on. I thought next time we could talk about 31 films of Halloween, talk about the films you've watched so far, okay, and yeah. then it's only been about, three. To, it's watch. only been yeah, it's only been three today so far anyway, isn't it? So you know it's not that many. So um right, what's what was the last new film you saw? Well, funnily enough, it is one of the um it is the first. I'll start again, sorry. The most recent film I've seen is my first Halloween film because it was on the 1st of October and it is uh, St Maud, which hasn't um, actually come out of the UK yet. It's, it's about to come out. Yeah. I remember, I, saw it, I think... I saw it at a private screening for Biffa. Was it Kermo uh, that reviewed it? I think maybe. Someone reviewed possibly, it. It's very, very good. Like, it's um, it's very unnerving. It's very unsettling. Rose Glass is the director who is extremely worth keeping an eye on uh and morphid clark and jennifer ale i think that's how you pronounce the name are both terrific in it it is very upsetting and when, when we say horror it kind of harkens a little bit back to 70s style stuff it's very uh human horror it's not like super although it, there is a little bit is it isn't it there's a little bit of that like the imagery is very interesting it's got a little bit of a feel of almost like a nicholas rogue film at times uh, but don't let that put you off. Also, it's like it's like ninety minutes, which is good for a British movie or for any, you know, for any sort of movie. And it's very compelling. It's very creepy. Um, I was really impressed with it. Like really uh-huh. impressed. With it. it it could. I don't think it'd be top ten exactly because there's re- you know it's just there's other films. Um, I but it's good. Recommend it. it it's, it's very strong, and I, I'm really glad I saw it. It was sincerely unnerving, which is hard to do these days. I think so yeah um, very cool on a complete side note i was just clicking on uh shay wiggum and you know it comes up people who also searched for oh yes did you know who his daughter is i have no idea so you know the punisher netflix tv show the punisher yes you know the girl in the second season that he's protecting oh like the girl who runs away from the cult or something whatever that yeah is. oh right, her it was in screen i had no idea I literally had no idea. It just said Georgia Wiggum, daughter. Oh, and I was like, there you go. oh, there you go. Anyway, Fact, random. Fascinating. No, but it's fascinating. He, he is an incredible talent. Jamie. He is. He's, he's great. Incredible. He's great. Great character actor. He's like yeah. he's like the Bill Paxton of the modern generation. I was going to say, he's like a Paxton slash Sadler. Yeah, we need a Paxton, don't we? Yeah, he's one of those. Guys. He is tremendous. We, we need a complete, a complete chameleon. Yeah. Like when you see a little bit, I think he's very similar to the wrong word, but the same vein of someone like Garrett, uh, Garrett Dillahunt. You know what I mean? By yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. There's a, similar, there's a similarity to that in a good way, like in a good way. They're both brilliant. Um, so most, uh, so the older film then, if we're excluding Halloweens. Yes. Uh, well, the most recent older film I saw was last night, which was Rocky Two, which is fucking yeah i don't and think people know i don't i honestly don't think pe- people know or remember how sincerely good rocky and then rocky 2 are like they've become fun from three like three i'm with yeah. that tonight can't wait loads of fun one and two are fucking good no like, they're genuinely good. good and like exciting and really well and made rocky, the second one's incredible uh rocky i don't know mm. rocky rocky balboa rocky, rocky balboa is amazing rocky yeah balboa which is 
did he? Did he? I can't. I'm he, so... he did. He wrote and directed six as well. Yes, he wrote yeah. and directed two, three, and four, and then six. And then six. Av- Av- yeah, Av- and six is genuinely a brilliant movie. Yes, it was one of the best films of that decade. Easily, it was one of those films where you're just like, that is genuinely a brilliant movie. Yeah, and I was, I was like, and and then when they they span it out into um, Creed, Creed, which is Rocky Seven is amazing when you think about it, and like, and such a clever move, and you know, yep. it's like these could this kind of thing. It almost, I almost, almost think there's room for like for like a Rocky TV show. I think maybe I do. With him be, running think, a gym or something. Right, exactly. And like the King, stories are like taking place. Like, like, like Kingdom. Yeah, like, totally like Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. So, like, but, and, and Rocky's not the star. You have like no, <coughs> some street like, kids the star. Yeah, completely. And like he just runs this gym. He's in yeah. there training them. He helps yeah. them, coach them. They yeah. go out and do whatever they do. Some of them get in trouble. He bails them out. He helps yeah. them come good. I One of them turns against yes. him, goes yeah, to the sure. other gym. Yeah. Then they cross over with Cobra Kai. Well, it's almost like Cobra Kai. I was going to say it almost works like Cobra Kai. Yes, yeah. it does. It does. There are, and there are certain, certainly other actors from the franchise who are still around as well. So you bring them into it and stuff. I, yeah. I don't disagree whatsoever. I think that'd be, that could be. I think it's a better feature for, for it than necessarily. Well, I think Creed 2 was a huge letdown. I like Creed 2. I mean, we've discussed it. I, yeah. I did not hate it. I thought it was quite good. Um, but, but yeah, absolutely. I think there is, I think there's a lot of like, um, I think there's a lot of kind of skin in that game still. Uh, yeah. So, I've not been able to get to see any of the Rocky films, uh, but I strategically was like, if I'm going to have to pick one, and I am, which one do I want to see in cinema? It's four. And it's four. Yeah. And four's on tomorrow night. So if tomorrow... That's what I mean. If it's that news tomorrow, does happen... I'm, I'm there. I'm there tomorrow. I'm so fucking annoyed if they shut the cinemas tomorrow because I yeah. genuinely want to see Rocky Four tomorrow. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Glenn, Rocky Four's the one, Glenn, right? Glenn Salvage has booked to see four, I think, if I remember correctly, so... So I, mean, I think that's the one that everyone if you're gonna go see one Rocky film in the cinema, as silly yeah. as it sounds, Rocky is a brilliant film. Rocky it two is. is a brilliant film. Rocky three is fun. It's loads of fun. Yeah, I won't I calling it I'd, <clears> I'd still say it's good, like good in terms of good entertainment. It's not bad. It's not the same. It's not no, it's not a bad film at all. It is just it's just that it's but, where they start to get goofy. That's what if you're gonna see one Rocky film in the cinema, mm. it's Rocky Four. That is the it film is. that that's the first Rocky film I saw. It's it's the film that introduced me to Dolph Lundgren mm-hmm. properly. Also, um, just just to be clear about Rocky Four, the reason why I can't wait to see it at the cinema, aside from the incredible soundtrack and trading scenes and everything, is this is the exact structure of Rocky Four. Montage of Rockies one to three. <laughs> uh, fight Creed versus uh, Drago. Montage. Of um, Stallone thinking about Creed and him alike, because when Creed gets killed, spoiler. Uh, then there's another montage, getting stuff together. Then he goes to Russia. Then he has a training montage. Then Talia Shire turns up and says it's right to fight again. Then there's the amazing montage, and then there's the final fight. That's the entire film. There's literally there's, no, it, there, there's nothing else in the film. It's, and it's about ninety minutes, isn't it? It is. It's, 90, like, it's so short. It's it's fucking it's, spectacular. No, it's fucking spectacular. It is the leanest film. Yeah. If you if you want to see how to make if you if you I always think and like, it's mostly montages of previous films and the film. Yeah. I always one thought of the, one of the montages is 
of the film very. I know that's brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Um, I always thought that the best that I'd love to try cutting a film, filming a film that has a completely different story, but mm. cutting it identically to another film. Uh, I so, get that. Yeah, yeah, so you kind of get like bullet, right? And you write a yeah. story, but you cut it to the same pace, beats and edits, just to yeah. see if it, if it could work. Now, if you were going to do that with an action film, basically just do Rocky Four. So you make a fake montage of all the stuff that he's done. <laughs> then an event that goes wrong. And so you cut it to that exact structure that Rocky, because I think it is Completely. the tightest, leanest and best structured action film ever. It's also, if I remember correctly, 1985. Yeah. Which was an incredible, so. if you look at Rocky Four, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Back to the Future, uh, Commando, Rambo 2, if I remember correctly. Like it's 85, so, so here we go. Movie. We've done this, we, we did this on yeah. a previous podcast, but this listen to this list of films. This is Goonies. this is the right this is the right year, right? This is the yeah, right year. Uh, not well, hold on. Uh yeah, no, yes, it is, yeah. Fuck me. Right, are you ready? Right. Yes. Goonies, Commander, yeah. Breakfast Club, <laughs> View to a Kill, Beyond <laughs> Thunderdome, Rocky Four, Clue, <laughs> Rambo First Blood Part Two, yeah, yeah. Back to the Future, Police Story, Legend, <laughs> Enemy Mine, <laughs> uh Pale Rider. Amazing. Teen Wolf. Amazing. Yeah, because that was made before Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. The same. But then released it the same. Yeah. Police Fletch Academy script. 2. <laughs> Silverado. Jesus. The Return of the Living Dead. Spies Like Us. Friday the 13th, wow. Part 5. Fright Night. National Lampoon's European Vacation. <laughs> Death Wish 3. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Mike fucking dropped for the best year of film ever. That's fucking insane, isn't it? Isn't that insane? Beverly Hills Cop as well, isn't it? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, sure it's 85. Is it not 85? Uh, was it the year not before? on this list. Maybe it was, maybe it was 84. I thought it was, just, I thought it was the same year. It might be within the same 12 Beverly months. Or Hills, 1994. 1984, sorry. Oh, so it's a year before. But yeah. I think it was sort of in the same 12 month span. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. Like, yeah, if you look, if you look at like, if you look at that 12 month period, I mean, if just you do, look, if you go, if you go without sounding silly, 84 to 86 alone, I actually say like about 82 till about 92 is the most insane. Yeah. Like the um, same for the record, if you added 1984 for just right. the two best years ever, yeah. Temple of Doom, Terminator, Once Upon a Time in America, Supergirl, Karate Kid, Beverly Hills Cop, Splash, yeah. Top Secret, Ghostbusters, Romancing the Stone, Neverending oh. Story, Star Trek Three, Gremlins, Last Starfighter, Nightmare on Elm Street, Police Academy, Footloose, um, Blood Simple, right, yeah. Streets Amazing. of Fire. Wow. Uh, Purple Rain, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, Toxic Avenger, Muppets Take Manhattan, (laughs) Repo Man, Missing in Action. Amazing. It's an amazing amazing selection. It's absolutely insane. We've never had years like that since. Oh, and just just to spin it out the other way. Oh, right, okay. 1986, Aliens, Top Gun, Little Shop of Horrors, Colour of Money, Karate Kid Part 2, Transformers the Movie, Howard the Duck, Labyrinth, Star Trek 4, Short Circuit, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Heartbreak Ridge, Stand By Me, Platoon, Crocodile Dundee, Flight the Navigator, Iron Eagle, Big Trouble in Little China, Golden Child, The Fly, Blue Velvet, Cobra, Clockwise, it's Jumping insane. Jack, Flash, don't know why I just read that one, um, Three Amigos, Jason Part 6. Oh, my favourite. Your favourite? Yeah. 
And there you go. I mean, if that's but not... Also, when you go the next year, you've got Robocop Lethal Weapon and Red Fuck it out. It's, it's fucking bananas. It's literally... Do you know what it's City bananas. World should do? want to, want to survive. Years. Yeah, Just they should literally years. go 1986. 1984, 1985. Yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Well, Ross, where can our, our audience find out more about you? Uh, uh, oh, uh, so uh, at Ross Boyatica and all the social <laughs> things, uh, at Evo Films uh, UK... Uh, at, uh, 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 at Evo Films UK for the exploits of evolutionary films. We're releasing more films this year, which is exciting. Uh, and then at uh, oh fuck, at Vengeance Film UK uh, for the uh, the continuing uh, escapades, if you like, of the Vengeance Film franchise coming to uh, Netflix in October, which is very exciting. We're not saying the, I know you know it, but don't say the date yet. Uh, well, it's, it's public. It's on I Netflix. I know, I know, I know, but we're trying. When people start knowing about that, they stop buying the film. <laughs> so it's, uh, sort of it's coming in October, but please keep doing other things with the film. Please first. keep buying it. Yeah, you know. It's doing all right. It's literally It actually unprompted came up on my um came up my Netflix as coming in October. And I was like, Amazing. Wow, my Netflix knows me. <laughs> that is exciting though. Like, I mean, it is when you sent that, I was genuinely really I'm like, fuck, it's exciting. I was like, that's cool, man. Let's yeah. see if we can get it in the top ten. That's the idea. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Come on. No I mean, way. let's be honest. No disrespect to, to, to the film, but that top 10 is random as fuck sometimes. That's what no, I am not. I don't take that in a bad way at all. I think it, you're absolutely... Like, I mean, like, you, it, when people see... Listen, when people see, presumably, this is new out, there must be a significant number of people who just go, fuck it, I'll watch it. There must yeah, be. I think Netflix also, like, they count, if, as long as you watch more than, like, five minutes or something, they right. count you. Mm-hmm. So the first five minutes was pretty good, right? So, like... The first five minutes is just fighting. <laughs> so literally, literally yeah. the first five minutes is just action. So, yeah. so job's good, right? Fingers crossed. Click. Fingers uh, crossed. So, www.philsquickreview.co.uk. Uh, you can find out more about the podcast on um well uh, on uh, instagram ross and phil talk movies phil quick review on twitter please rate review us uh, on itunes on apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcast we're also available on amazon music spotify but you probably know this right because you're actually listening so it's fucking pointless telling you but you know <laughs> You, you can know. listen to us on all these things, Phil. We're already listening, you dick. Yeah, we're um, already listening to you. <laughs> we'll be back, and next time we will dig deep into 31 films of Halloween. Halloween.